listening to First Church Charlotte. Praise the Lord, somebody. I hope you had a great day today. I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus, and it's been a wonderful day walking and talking with Him. I have a message of encouragement for you this evening, and I want it so much to be a blessing in your life. In 2020, we are battling some strange enemies. In the middle of the mess, God still cares, and He helps us. The more we learn about Jesus, the more we learn to love Him. No matter what other part of the Bible you are reading, it is important that we are reading and meditating in the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They all gave us a great blessing when they took the time and effort to write their books, the Gospels, and the good news of Jesus Christ. As Christians, our focus is to stay on the Lord Jesus. In Isaiah 61, we have a beautiful passage of Scripture, and it is the ministry of the coming Messiah. From Isaiah's standpoint, and it has some powerful, wonderful, beautiful, kind, loving, and encouraging words for all of us in this hour. Spirit of the Lord is upon me, was the first line that Isaiah wrote in this time. And he said, the reason why it is because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. If anyone will get neglected, it will be the poor folks. And uh, some of us have been poor before, and uh, we're not there anymore. It's nice to not be poor. But while we're being blessed, we've got to make sure our heart of compassion reaches out to those around us who are in need of help and extend a helping hand. And the Lord's first Concern was that the poor would not be neglected in this glorious gospel plan. And they are not. Scripture goes on, He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. The songwriters declared that uh, with the question, where do broken hearts go? And I'm glad to know that they do have a place to go. And that's to the healer of broken hearts. His name is Jesus. Passage goes on. The Lord has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives. People that are hostages to their sinful desires, to their temper tantrums, to the problems in their life. And they are tossed to and fro with the cares of life and the struggles of life. God's got a better place for you. It's a place of liberty. It's a place of joy. It's a place of happiness. That same scripture goes on. The Lord's anointed me to open the prison doors to those that are bound. And in humanity, we find many things that will bind people. Addictions, satanic lies, wicked habits that try to bust in upon us and change and ruin our lives. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. The good news here is that this is the acceptable year of the Lord. And if the Lord tarries and we go on to 2021, guess what? 
that will also be the acceptable year of the Lord for us human beings to come into his presence, worship him, find strength and help in our lives. Scripture goes on that the day of vengeance of our God, the wicked, they seem, some of them seem to get by in this life, but uh, you can mark it down. The wicked will be judged and they will be punished. And so it's important that we understand our need for mercy in this life. The prophet went on and wrote to relieve all who mourn, to comfort those who mourn in Zion. I love the old song that says, Oh, yes, he cares. I know he cares. His heart is touched with my grief. When the days are dreary and the long nights weary, I know my Savior cares. And as you walk with him and love him and learn about him, you'll know the truth of that. He really does care. And then the oil of joy for mourning and the beauty for ashes and the blessings of the Lord flooding our lives with these wonderful promises. Another wonderful one is that he will give us the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Have you ever been around depression? Well, it's a tragic place for the human heart. The person's spirit is heavy, head hangs down, shoulders droop, hope is blind, but I'm glad that Jesus has a garment that will fix that depression. It will do a mighty work in your life and mind and spirit. And it is the garment of praise. It will work to get rid of the spirit of heaviness. It'll teach us how to recount our blessings and file our sorrows away and in time forget where we filed them. <laughs> they, that, that they may be called, that God's people may be called the trees of righteousness, the planning of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Those words inspired by the Spirit of God for Isaiah to write. What a message of hope they give to us today in this hour. They were written 698 years ago before Messiah was born. But Jesus Christ came to bring all of these blessings to you and to me. These are the words Jesus used to start his ministry. The Bible teaches us if we will make an effort to walk with God and to seek to please Him, these promises are ours. We are not perfect. I think you know that. If we just look in the mirror, we'll find out we're not perfect. But God really knows that deep in our heart. And the Lord has a way of remedy in that, and that He has a robe of righteousness that we can put on through the power of the Spirit and be presented to Almighty God in the righteousness of Jesus Christ. But we aren't perfect, and God knows that. The Bible tells us in Ephesians 2, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast, for we are his workmanship, created 
in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. These encouraging words are yours. Salvation is the gift of God. One of the enemies we fought this year is COVID-19. It has robbed us of too much already. It was filled with mystery initially. Finally, there is hope coming down that dusty road. Our nation has been in mourning for our losses. Loved ones, friends have suffered and some have died. We are sick of hearing all of the ways to stay well, but not sick enough to ignore them. Constant closing, constant interruptions, and troubling predictions. Build up your immune systems. Wash your hands. If you touch a door or a basket or anything else that may have already been touched, cleanse your hands with alcohol. And on top of that, wear a clean mask. The story is told in Mark 7 of a woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit. But this mother had heard about Jesus. And she came, found him, and fell at his feet. The woman was from Greece, living in southern Lebanon. And she pleaded with him to cast the devil out of her daughter. And she worshipped him. She then earnestly pled again. Jesus tested her by saying, Let the children be filled first, for it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the young dogs. Yet this desperate mother answered and said unto him, Yes, Lord, but even the little puppies under the table eat from the children's crumbs. Then Jesus said to her, For this saying, go your way. The demon has been cast out of your daughter. Hallelujah. Praise God. What a mighty God we serve. The Lord rewarded her persistence and encouraged her and encourages us to be persistent, to keep asking again and again in faith. And when she had come to her house, the Bible says, she found the demon was gone out of her daughter. Oh, what comfort for a grieving mother. Oh, what relief for a daughter. The name of Jesus still has power. There is deliverance from demons today. There's another enemy trying to destroy us from the inside out. I'm speaking to someone tonight who said these words in the last year. I hate him. Never want to see him again. I hope he burns in hell. Or it was, I hate her. Can't stand the sight of her. Please don't turn me off. The Lord knows how to work through those things. And for your sake, listen to the teachings of Jesus Christ. Don't go past this. He will come to you even this night and bring peace into your life. Our own words can wrap a chain around our heart and our minds. But the great physician will destroy those chains of bitterness and fill us with his peace. Your soul needs to be calmed by the touch of his hand. Only the Lord can lead us out of this bondage and restore our love and peace and joy. 
And thank God he is still the Prince of Peace. Go with me into a safe place, your kitchen. Oh, for some good smells coming out of the kitchen, like uh, peach cobbler or hot apple pie with ice cream in the refrigerator. It's a wonderful place. It's a safe place. Walk up to your sink now and turn the water on. That cold water. That flow of water is to represent the flow of God's mercy to us as we repent of our sins. Now turn the faucet off and, of course, water stops. The flow of the water is dependent on the faucet being open. Only one thing controls the flow of that water. It's the faucet. And only one thing controls the flow of mercy from God to us, and that is our heart. Because if we refuse to forgive somebody else, our mercy, our mercy faucet is closed and cannot, we cannot get the mercy we need for ourselves. Now I'm still talking about the encourager, and this is an encouraging message I bring to you tonight. We all need him during times of trouble and trial. Yes, I know they lied about you. I know they cheated on you. I know they hurt you to the depths of your being. The thought of them may even now be abhorrent to you. But listen, people who have had a child molested and then murdered have found, with God's help, a place in God's comfort that allowed them to forgive that criminal monster. You can ask God for his help. He still is only a prayer away. I know this is hard to do, and yes, even impossible to do it by yourself. But with God, all things are possible. He has promised to help you. If hatred in our heart is not eliminated, a strong root of bitterness will grow there, and we will descend into a pit of misery. Jesus wants you to live an abundant life of peace, joy, and happiness. He said he wants you to be full of joy. Wow, wouldn't that be nice? Jesus alone can take you to that place where you can live that life of love, and he will take you there. Some folks think you have to trust people to have truly forgiven them. Listen to me. That's not what Jesus said. Trust always has to be earned. Trust may come in time after a person has proven themselves, but trust is not advised until they have shown that you can trust them. We can choose, though. We can make the choice to forgive them. It may only start in your mind and in your lips as you tell God, I forgive them. I don't want to hold that against them anymore. Help them, Lord. And as you pray that they will find a place to change, then we keep our own mercy faucet flowing because God will help you to forgive them. And mercy, whenever we need it, is because of the love of God. God has promised to forgive us 
as we are willing to forgive those who have done us wrong. Jesus taught these very things in the sixth chapter of Matthew and the 18th chapter and also in Mark 11. Read them, think about them, pray over them and let the wisdom of Almighty God wash you and cleanse you of that dark spirit of hatred. Jesus said the comforter or the encourager, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. How do we get this encourager? I'm glad you ask. Listen to the final words of Jesus. Usually the last things a person says are of great importance. And certainly in Jesus' case, they are of utmost importance. Standing on the Mount of Olives in Jerusalem, surrounded by a multitude of witnesses, Jesus said to his apostles, his followers, those that believed on him, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses, witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and under, unto the uttermost part of the earth. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld him, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. Just a few days later, this power Jesus told them about fell from heaven into the upper room in Jerusalem. And the history of that moment is in your Bible in Acts chapter 2. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And then there appeared unto them divided tongues or cloven tongues as of fire. And one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Peter preached on. Acts 2, 36. Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. And when the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit for the promises unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And yes, thank God, the door is still open. He's still calling people to come and follow him. And so that simple formula that Peter preached on the day of Pentecost is still the plan of salvation all the way down into this 21st century. Believe in Jesus Christ and what he did for you at Calvary. Believe in his resurrection Know that when the power came, it was Christ coming back in spirit form. 
to fill the believers. Repent of your sins. That means to confess your sins to Jesus Christ through the Almighty and to determine with the help of God to turn to the Lord and begin following Him in the power of the Spirit. Then be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission, the washing, the cleansing of your record and be filled with the Holy Spirit of God. What a joy it is every time people come through and break through to that wonderful gift of the Spirit. There's nothing like it in this world. It'll bring God so close to you. It'll open up the scriptures to you. It'll fulfill all of these promises the prophet Isaiah spoke about and Jesus spoke about in Luke chapter 4. And what a joy it is. For this promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord is called. It's a wonderful thing to know that he's still calling today. Let's pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to First Church Charlotte. If this podcast has blessed you, please rate it with four or five stars. By doing so, you will help others find our free podcast and bless them. If you're in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, come worship with us at 4929 North Sharon Amity Road. For information about service times, church ministries, and so much more, visit us online at firstchurchclt.com. If you would like to help support our efforts, please text GIVE to 704-445-5353. We pray God's richest blessings to you. Come, worship with us.